0: I just feel like singing a one worship song and blessing the name of the Lord God Almighty. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Majesty. Mm. majesty Worship majesty Oh, so worship my majesty unto Jesus Be your glory in praise glory. Hey. Majesty. King of authority i Father, I want to thank you and praise you We bless you. We pray that this evening you you minister your word unto us. Line upon line, precept upon precept. May we be blessed, may we be anointed in a very special way. In Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big amen. Amen. Well, you are most welcome to today's uh, broadcast by the Springs of Life Chapel International. My name is... Dr. Jonathan Icoban, and I believe that we're going to have an exciting time in the presence of God. I wanted to click on the share button and create a watch party so that you and your friends can watch this word, unadulterated word of God that is coming to you, and I know your life is never going to be the same again, hallelujah. Yeah, you can also share a link to other WhatsApp groups as well, and you can connect with us on the uh, our Gloryradio.com, hourofgloryradio.com, and also on fountain967.net for the United Kingdom, uh, being hosted by Reverend Emmanuel Enin and the Fountainhead Church. And uh, you can also join us in our Zoom room if you are a, a church family member of Springs of Light Chapel International. I want you to comment and tell us where you are watching from, you know, comment what you are learning from this preaching. Amen. Tell. Uh, I want to be talking about faith in action. Somebody say faith in action. We live in a time that we need to be able to operate by faith. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 6, that without faith it is impossible to please God. Tell somebody, without faith, it's impossible to please God. That means that what pleases God is faith. Amen. And he said, he that comes to him, God, must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith is such an important subject that faith, when you come to God, God is a rewarder, and God rewards your faith. May God reward your faith. I said, may God reward your faith. Can I have an amen? And when you read the verse, Hebrews 11, verse number Uh, two, he says that, now, now what is faith? Faith is actually the substance of things hoped for. That means that faith is the title deed of things you are expecting. Now, when somebody says, I've given you a piece of land, or I've got a piece of land to sell, What shows that the person has got a... The person cannot carry the piece of land around. So what shows that the person has got a piece of land is for the person to give you a title deed or or a certain document, an indenture. But I think the title deed is actually the main thing, the title deed. So faith is a title deed of the land that you are hoping or you are expecting to get. So it means that without the title deed, so when somebody gives you a title deed of a land, you know that you've got a land. That you're going to have. So faith is now and hope is a future. So the title deed is what you're holding your hand now and it takes you into your future where of your expectation. So hope is what you're expecting. So faith is a substance of things that you are expecting. The evidence of things you are not seeing. So, faith gives you the evidence of the things you are not seeing. And he says that, verse 2, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. That means that through faith, you can get a good report. Hallelujah. Amen. And then through faith, verse 3, through faith, we understand that the wells were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So faith, faith frames our world. Through faith, when the worlds were framed, that means that the world, the, the world were created by the world, or the worlds were created by the word of God. Can I have an amen? Now. How does faith come? Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So your expectation you are going to have, what gives you a certain expectation, what gives you the title deed is the word of God. That you keep hearing. That enters your heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So your continual hearing of the word of God creates faith in you. Whatever you keep hearing will either create faith or fear in you. And if you hear the right things, it creates create faith in you. If you hear the wrong things, it will create fear in you. So whatever you keep hearing, you are feeding yourself with something. So it's important that you feed yourself with the word of God. Tell somebody, feed yourself with the word of God. Hallelujah. Okay. Now... The Bible says in the verse 6, without faith it's impossible to please him. So it's important that you have faith in order to please the Lord. Amen. Okay. Now, we're going to look at different kinds of faith. First of all, there is what we call the natural faith. Somebody say "The the natural faith. The natural faith is a faith that you have In things on a natural basis, let's say you have a chair, yeah? You have a faith that when you sit on this chair, it will not, you know, break. You have a faith that when you sit in a car, the car will move you from point A to point B. That is natural faith. You have faith that when you eat this particular food, it's going to give you strength. Natural faith. So natural faith is faith that you gain just out of nature. Then when you want to zoom into spiritual things, where you need what is known as the saving, so there's natural faith. The next one, the saving faith. Faith, saving faith, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Ephesians 2:8. For by grace are you saved through what? Faith. So that's saving faith. So for anybody to have a relationship with the Lord, so natural faith, everybody has it. Everybody now has it. Whether you're a Christian, you're not a Christian, you have natural faith. Amen? Good. So everybody has the natural faith. Whether you're a Christian, you're not a Christian. Because everybody sits on a chair. Everybody can, can go and sit on an airplane. They have faith that the airplane will move. Everybody sits on a train. Everybody sits in a car. But for you to relate with God because of the fact that we were sinners and we sinned against God, and for all have sinned and fallen to the glory of God, for us now to become God's children and work in the glory of God, we need what is called the saving faith, that we are saved by grace. So for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. So you see. This, this faith is a gift of God. Salvation is a, is a gift of God. And this, this faith that you are getting is, is a gift of God. It's a gift that God gives to you in order to be able to have it to be saved. So we call it saving faith. Now when you have been saved... The next thing is that you need to live by faith. You need by what is called the living faith. Someone say living faith. faith. Yeah. So now you have been saved. So as you have been saved, you must live by faith. So you have the living faith. Romans chapter 1 verse 17. Romans 1 verse 17. Start from 15. Let's read it. Paul said, okay, let's do the 16. He said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of of Christ. It's the power of God. If you want to experience the power of God, then Preach salvation. The the gospel of Christ is the power of God. So every time that you are preaching the gospel, you are releasing power. It is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So the gospel is the power of God unto, unto salvation for anyone who believes. That is why people can never be saved until they receive the gospel. To the Jew first and also to the Greek then he says that, watch it. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. That means that in the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So those who are justified now must live by faith. So after you've been saved by the saving faith, right? You have to move on to the living faith. Amen. Yeah. You must move on to where? The living faith. Where? You must live by faith. Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk or we live by what? Faith and not by sight or by our senses. Do Do you live in translation for us? We walk by faith. It is what we trust in. But don't yet see. That keeps us going. We walk by faith. For we live by believing. And not by what? Saying. So we walk by faith means that. We walk by what? We live by what? Believing. The, you know worldly people say. "See is believing. But we say believing is what? Saying. So the Christian lives by The living faith. Someone say living faith. Yeah. And every Christian, every Christian has, starts with what we call the measure of faith. Every Christian starts with a certain quantum of faith. Someone say quantum of faith. Yeah. So there's nobody whose faith, when you get born again. So look at measure of faith for me. Measure of faith. Everybody... When you get saved, we start with a certain measure. Measure. Key in measure of faith. You find it. We start with a measure of faith. Just what a measure of faith. Yeah. We all start with the measure of faith. And so. Romans twelve three. Mm-hmm. Romans Swoffrey. Let's read it together. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, But to think soberly. According as God has dealt. Or given to every man. The measure of faith. So everybody. Every Christian has been given what? The. It didn't say a measure. A measure is. When you say a measure. It means that. uh, It is not defined. But everybody has been given. Their defined. Faith. That means that. A certain quantum of faith. And then you build on that faith. There are, there are different types of faith. There is the lack of faith. We call it no faith. Then we've got little faith. Then we've got growing faith. No. Then we have got exceedingly great faith. Different types of faith. We'll get into that. Amen. Okay. Now... Bible says God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. New Living Translation. Be honest. That's part B. It says be honest in your evaluation of yourselves. Measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. So everybody has been given the, a certain measure. Says somebody, measure of faith. Amen. We are talking about faith in action. So, now, the measure of faith that you have been given, you must exercise it in order for it to grow. So the measure of faith is like a seed. Every seed must be planted, and when it is planted, it grows. So the measure of faith must be planted. Amen. When you exercise your muscles, your muscles become bigger. When you don't exercise your muscles, it becomes smaller and weaker. So everybody has been given their measure of faith. Faith. Now, faith is expressed basically in two main ways. So, let's look at the medium of expression. You know. Faith is expressed eh, in two main ways. Faith is expressed in, in words and it is also expressed in actions. So, it's expressed in words or in what we say. Your faith is expressed in what you say and it's also expressed in your action. So, let's quickly look at the medium of expression or how it operates. Uh, I told you that it operates by what you say. In Psalm 45 verse number 1, you know, first of all, when you read Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, you realize that he says that through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So you frame your world with your words. You frame your world with your words. So the word is a framer. The world, the word builds. the word fabricates. The word, the word creates. Somebody said the word creates. That's the reason why, uh, you know, the psalmist said, my heart, in Psalm 45 verse 1, my heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of the things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. So your pen writes. Is that not it? And what is your pen here? It is your tongue. So your tongue is always. As you are speaking. It is writing something. It is documenting something. For it to be read. Or for it to be activated. Amen. Tell someone my tongue is a pen. Of a ready writer. Now in Isaiah. Chapter 57 verse 19. Part B. Just to. It says that I create the fruit of the lips. You see. So when your tongue. When your tongue declares it. he eh? <laughs> says, my tongue is a pen. Your tongue is a pen. So God creates the fruit of the lips. So what has been written. God creates it for you. Amen. Amen. Peace. Peace to him that is afar off. And to him that is near. Say the Lord and I will heal him. Wow. Now Isaiah 44 26 where I, see, I just want to show you that your, 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 your faith is expressed in in words. Is that right? That confirms the words of his servant and performs the counsel of his word, messenger. So what what we say, God confirms it. So as a servant of God, God confirms your words. In Proverbs chapter 8 verse number, sorry, chapter 18 verse 20 and 21. Proverbs chapter 20 18 verse 20 and 21. It says a man's belly eh? That's your man's spirit. Out of, how do I know that the belly is a spirit? Because the Bible says in John chapter 7, 37 39, it says that out of your belly shall flow what? Rivers of living waters. So the belly here is talking about your spirit. So a man's spirit shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. That means, uh, you know, you shall actually be satisfied with what you are saying. And with the increase of his lips, he shall be filled. So what your lips keep saying, you're going to be filled with that. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. That means that life is in your tongue. Death is in your tongue. Marriage is in your tongue. Good health is in your tongue. Children are in your tongue. Money is in your tongue. Peace is in your tongue. Quarreling is in your tongue. Honour is in your tongue. Dishonour is in your tongue. Confusion is in your tongue. Long life is in your tongue. What you say is what you're going to get. And let me prove to you that what you are saying, death and life, are in the power of the tongue. Mark chapter eleven, verse twenty-three. Are you being blessed? Yeah, yeah I'm just taking it easy. I'm preaching the word of the Lord. Amen. Praise. Hey, Mark eleven twenty-three. Mark eleven twenty-three. Jesus was speaking and said, "Truly, I say unto you." Who Whosoever shall say to this mountain. Now a mountain usually is, a, is, a, is an obstacle in this contest. Be that removed, whoever shall say. Someone says, say. Whoever shall say, shall say. All you have to do is to say. So whoever shall say unto this mountain. Say unto this mountain. Tells us, say unto this mountain. Whoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that the things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Okay? How many says do you have there? Very I say unto you, Whosoever shall say, Whosoever what? Shall say to this mountain, Be removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not what? Doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he said. Three, Eh? that he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Tell somebody, I'll have whatsoever I say. say. So when you tell yourself, I'm going to marry, I'll have lovely children, I'm going to get great progress, my steps are ordered by the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. One of the things that shows that the Lord is your shepherd is that you do not want. When the Lord is your shepherd, you do not want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When the sheep has a shepherd, the the, the sheep doesn't want. So when God becomes a shepherd, you do not want. Why? Because it says that, verse 2, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. May the Lord make you lie down in green pastures. Amen. And you got to say it. He leadeth me by the still waters. That means that he takes me to nice places. The kids are the milk come from, from, from. Now again, every and real from, from. On also here, touch it, touch it. Yeah, you'll be a Toshi Christian. Yeah. He restoreth my soul. That means that when your life is going down, depressed, He'll restore your soul. Amen. What's in your soul? Your soul is your feelings. Is that right? Your emotions, your intellect, He'll restore it. He leads me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake. That means that for, this, for the sake of His name, he will lead you in the right paths. Say, so yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. So no matter what is going on, God is with you. Amen. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That means that your word and your spirit, they comfort me. Watch this. Watch it. Tell watch somebody, it. Watch, it. watch it. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies every time you have enemies, God has prepared a table for you. I said, every time that you have enemies, your shepherd has prepared tables before you. The wolves can be there, but God has prepared grass. Eh? The wolves, the lions can be there, but God has prepared a table. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. Your head is anointed with oil. Then, what did he say? My cup runs what? Over. Why does your cup run over? Because you have a shepherd. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow. This is a good scripture to always say it to. Surely goodness and mercy what? Shall follow me sometimes. A few times. When? All the days of my life. Monday to Sunday. January to December. 24-7. Goodness and mercy. I see goodness and mercy following you. All the days of my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is your portion. So what you are, you express your faith by what you are saying. That's what you express your faith by what you say.
1: You your
0: faith by what you say. And what you say it. Remember, we've said that in Hebrews eleven three that through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Is that not it? Ah. So it means that God exercised faith in order to create the world. <laughs> Loma Shikata Bahatas. Didi Dali da Paton Dulunka Duluma Dadia Aleke itasundo opa atolopate katia. The indis adoro and the riba seekatiya. Is that right? God expressed faith by what? God created a world by expressing faith. And when he expresses faith, his faith produced faith. That's why I say. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. And how did he do that? By speaking. Amen? Amen? By speaking what he believed. So it means that God had to believe something in order to speak it. So I will show you Romans chapter 10. Go to Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. In fact, Romans chapter 10, verse 8 to 10. And then we'll go to Genesis chapter 1. Then we'll start God's creation. And then you must understand that because you are created in God's image, God's image means God's nature, as God is, so are you. Yeah. And so, you can operate the way God operates. Can I have an amen? Am I preaching? I'm teaching the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, Romans chapter 10, verse 8. God said, the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. So the word of God must be both where in your mouth and in your heart. 18 inches. So that's why when you read the word of God, you must make sure that through meditation, the word of God must enter 18 inches into your heart. You must muse over the word. You must think deeply about the word. So put your hand over there. That's why in Proverbs chapter, uh, 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 chapter 4, verse 20 to 22. Oh, 23. Hmm? And then Joshua 1 8. Eh? Do Joshua 1 8 for me. This book of the law shall not depart out of what? Your mouth. Eh? But you shall meditate therein day and night. That you that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For so then you make your way prosperous and you have good success. So it takes the meditation in the word of God for it to create a certain fire mm-hmm. so that you will believe and it will create success and prosperity for you. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. This book shall not depart out of your mouth but thou shall meditate therein day and night that you may observe to do. That means that you can't observe to do what is written in it unless you have meditated on it. That's why people can hear the word of God, but they don't do what the word is saying because the word has not entered into them. When you have not planted a seed and the seed is on top of the, just on top of the soil, you know, wind will blow it away. eh? Rain will wash it away. Animals will come and pick on it, pick it up and destroy it. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 22 so, he advises the, the wise man advises his son, my son attend to my words. That means give attention to the word of God. Attend to my words. Somebody is talking. You see parents when they are talking to their children, they say, are you listening to me? Are you listening? Are you listening, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Listen to me. What he's trying to say is that attend to my words. And God is saying attend to my words. Incline your ear. That means that when you incline, inclined, that means that Submit. Because when you're inclining your ear, eh, to incline it, to tilt it. Towards what I'm saying. That means that, you see, tilt yourself to what I'm saying. Don't make yourself stiff. Incline your ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from your eyes. That means that what I'm saying, watch it. Let it always be on your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Let me say it again. So the word must be in your eyes and in your heart. So what you are seeing, that is why, you know, what you, ma- you are seeing all the time must be the word of God and what is in your heart must be the word of God. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. So if the word is God, God is not in your heart, then what you'll be speaking is something different that you've put in your heart. They are life unto those who find them and hell to their flesh. Amen? Amen. Remember, John, Jesus said in John six, six, three, the words I speak unto you that spread in your life. And the reason in Proverbs why you have to, the word is life and health unto you. The word health there is medicine. Guard your heart. testimony. Guard, guard your heart. Or protect your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Amen. Yes. Okay. Now, let's see how God, now, in Romans, we haven't finished the Romans thing. We're still on the Romans. Romans chapter 10, the, verse 8. The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth. That's what the word is in your mouth. And in your heart. So the word must be in your mouth and in your heart. It's a word in your heart. You say I'm working the word. That's why I went there. The word in your mouth and your heart. Yeah? That is a word of faith which we preach. So the word of faith, where is the word of faith? It's in your heart. And then it moves into your mouth. And you speak it out. Now, verse 9. He's talking about the word of faith. If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart. So where do you confess with your mouth? Where do you believe in your heart? That God raising from the dead, you shall be saved. Verse 10. With the heart, man believeth. So you believe in the heart. And with the mouth, confession is made unto a salvation. The word salvation there is sozo in the Greek. And the word sozo It's talking about deliverance. It's talking about prosperity. It's talking about healing. It's talking about favor. So the word sozo there, sozo, is talking about an upliftment in your life. It's not just talking about salvation from sin, but it's talking about salvation in its whole package. It's in its entirety. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. He's here with me. Are you here with me? So with the heart man believeth unto what? Righteousness. So it means that you've got to be able to confess something. But what you are confessing, you must believe it first. That's why you believe it and confess it say believe and confess amen yes. so god in his creation had to believe in order to in order for him to confess so god confessed what he believed and where do you believe in from your heart that means that from the inner recesses of god he had to speak amen yes. and so Look at what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness is upon the face of the deep. Then God said, three things that happened to God's earth. Number one, it was without form. Number two, it was void. That means empty. empty. Void means shapeless. Two, void means eh? without form means what? Shapeless, Two, void. That's empty. Three, darkness is upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Every time, listen to me, it's very important to pray, and especially pray in the Spirit, because when there is darkness over your life, and your life is empty, it's void, you know, and it is shapeless, what you first need is the presence of the Holy Spirit. And when you pray the presence of the Holy Spirit, things will begin to change. Amen. Amen things will change, your countenance will change, because the Bible says concerning Jesus, eh, when he prayed, the Bible says that he took uh, 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 he took his his disciples to go and pray, and whilst he was praying, the Bible says that his appearance changed, or altered, so it means that your life and your situation will have an alteration, eh, an alteration, eh, Have you heard of alteration? You can do alteration for your dress. Is that not it? Yeah. So your dress gets an alteration. So God will bring about alteration as you pray. So when you speak also, alteration takes place. Change takes place. So God said, verse 3, Let there be light and there was light. And verse 4, God saw that the light was good. And God divided the life from the day. When you read all the way to the verse number 31, you will see that, and God said, eh? and God said, let there be, and God said, let there be, and God said, let there be, and there was, let there be, and there was. Someone say, let there be, and there was. Yeah. When you jump to verse uh, 9, the Lord said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was... So, verse 11, God said, let the air bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. So you can see, as you take your time to read, you see, it was so, it was so, it was so, it was so. Now, in the verse number 25. And God made the beasts of the earth according to his kind. The cattle according to his kind. And everything everything that creeps on the earth according to his kind. And God saw that it was good. So you see that for all that God said, let there be. He later saw that it was good. (laughs) Hallelujah. So it means that what you say, you will see it. I said, what you say, you will see it. Amen. And in verse 31, after he had created man, he says that then God saw everything that he had made and indeed it was very good. So it means that all that you are saying at the end of the day, you'll find out that it is very good. May you receive the very good blessing. Amen. Amen. And what you say, a certain power comes out of it. That's what a certain power comes out of it. Yeah, in Jeremiah five verse fourteen. Jeremiah five fourteen. He said, "Wherefore says the Lord God of hosts, because you speak this word? Behold, I will make my words in thy mouth fire." And these people would. And it shall devour them. It means that the word of God in your mouth is like fire. Amen. Amen. And it will devour. So when you speak the word of God, whatever that must be devoured, any hindrance is devoured in Jesus' name. Amen. Then in Psalm 18, verse 44 to 45, Psalm 18. Psalm 18. He said, as soon as they hear of me, they shall obey me. Yeah. So as soon as your enemies hear of you, they will he- obey you. Yeah. As soon as you tell poverty, go, they will obey you. Go. Shame, go, they will obey you. Yeah. The stranger shall submit themselves unto me. Anything that God has not put there is a stranger. Neither. And according to Matthew 15:13, whatever the Father has not planted must be uprooted. Yeah. Then he says that Psalm 1845. The strangers shall fade away. May all strangers fade away from your life, and be afraid of their uh, maybe, and be afraid out of their close places. That means that may fear let them come out of their hiding places. Anything hiding around your life, assigned to hurt you, may they flee. I said, may they flee in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, let us quickly look at this. Faith is not only expressed in action, in words, but it's also expressed in action. So, there's word in action. So, that when you, you move from saying to action, then the word becomes action. That's what God, So, now your life becomes a word in action. You demonstrate a word in action. So we say, word in action. In James chapter 2, verse number 18. James was speaking and said, Yeah, a man may say that that has faith and have works. Show me thy faith without your works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. So it means that faith is always. Exhibited by works. You see what this building, it is faith. Eh? Yeah. In action. Words in action. It's a faith. Where you have a bare land. No money sitting anywhere. And yet God is able to raise something. All the chairs, everything. So you see that whatever that creation that we have, God spoke them out. Is that right? God spoke them out. He went into his inner recesses, spoke them out, and worked out something. And it happened. Can I have an amen? And I want us to look at Jesus. You know, in the feeding of the 5,000, in Mark chapter 6, verse 35 to 44, the feeding of the 5,000, you can see word in action. Someone say word in action. Jesus expressed his faith. Mark chapter 6, verse number 35. 35, 3, Now, Jesus had been preaching to these people in the desert, and he said, when the disciples now spent some time, he said, This is a desert place. And the time is far past. It's late. Send them away that they may go into the country. Round about, that means the villages around and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Give ye them to eat. Give them something to eat. The Lord is always mindful of our needs. Do it in a New King James for us, or the, or the uh, New Living Translation. And he answered and said, He said, you feed them. With what? The ask." would have to work for months to earn enough money to buy food for all these people. That means there are a lot of people. There are 5,000 men and men can eat. This is minus the children and the women. So some scientists will say, some theologians are saying there were about 10,000 to 15,000. Yeah. Because when the men are going, the women are double. Okay. Now, then he said, how much bread do you have? He asked. Go, out, go and find out. And they reported back. They came back and reported. We have five loaves of bread and two fish. Eh? Watch it. Let's read together. Then Jesus told the disciples. To have the people. Sit down in groups. On the green grass. Now. Five loaves and two fishes. The ten was the way it was. So why do you tell the people. Sit down in groups. It's faith. Yeah. Yeah. Faith in action. Are you getting me? Yeah. So faith in action. Will let a young lady go and buy her wedding. Items. Yeah. When we are when growing up. You see some of Christian Christians. Said, they will start buying. No uh, shoes. They buy. Cooking utensils, cooking utensils. They'll buy all kinds of things. They have chop fact, so They go and get a big chop box, something about two or three of them. And they buy, you see that they are buying things. They are buying shiasi they, they are buying a uh, b- benkuta, you know, to, that they send to steer the banku. You know, so as they are, they are there, they are, they are buying. It's so not like today that the girls are they are waiting for a man when they are, then they become slave queen and then they sell them. No, they to slay the man, you know. And then after they are married, they say, "Now we don't have this, so let's go for shopping." Go no, 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 no. They are people of faith, so they will buy their things first. Yeah, they were buying things. So Jesus said, "They so they sat down in groups of fifty or 100. Now, how do you let people sit down in groups? 50 or 100? 5,000 men. minus the like, women and children. <laughs> and all you have is five loaves and two fishes. Wow. So, it must be what? Faith in action. Then, Bible says, Jesus took the five loaves and two fish. Look up toward heaven. Why did he look up toward heaven? I'll lift up my eyes onto the hills. Psalm <laughs> 121. <laughs> From whence comes my help? My help come from the Lord. So what he was trying to demonstrate is the Lord, this one, it is you alone, Father, who can multiply it. Remember that when Jesus was on earth, he was just like us. The difference was the, the Holy Spirit. So when you also have the Holy Spirit, then you begin to you have the life of Christ in you. That's supposed to the assay, so are we in this world. So he took the five loaves and two fish, looked up one heaven and blessed them. So it's very important that what you have, eh, you must bless it. And then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread to the disciples so they could distribute it. He kept giving. So, as he broke, he broke. So, he blessed. He gave thanks. So, what you have, you see, what was given to the Lord, what was given to Jesus, it multiplied. What you put in the hands of Jesus will multiply. It will do well. That's why you must, you must put your marriage in the hands of Jesus. Your business in the hands of Jesus. Your ministry in the hands of Jesus. Your education in the hands of Jesus. Your contracts in the hands of Jesus. Your photography in the hands of Jesus. You don't say, I'm going to take pictures. Put it in the hands of Jesus. So that Jesus will let him, the pictures come out anointed. And glorious. It's true. I'm telling you. I know, I know, I know one brother. He's an anointed photograph. When he takes pictures, you you will see. I mean, like mood that you have done, you are just even doing something like that the thing comes out. You do like this, it comes out there. You do that. As you take, is anointed. Yes. As you are cooking your food, you are one, one Christian sister. I remember you when we we're having camp meetings, he said, she t- tells me, Shebrah, she, me see, yeah, yeah, Dianina. I mean boss yes. me unpa- Because the true, you are cooking for a lot of people. How ah, somebody makes a mistake? A lot of salt enters the thing. How yeah. eat the people eat the food? Or too much pepper? So don't take it for granted. I, say I, I cook for my husband all the time. Pray over it. So as he eats the thing, now after he finished eating, he will love you the more.
1: Yeah.
0: After he's finished eating, he said he's signing check. Yeah. Signing check. He said he said yeah. Uh, Where can I go and buy uh, uh, which uh, 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 boutique do you want us to go to? Uh, Your your next next holiday, do you want to go to Mallorca? Uh, 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 Or Where? You want to go to Madagascar? Where do you want to go to? Uh, Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, looked toward heaven, blessed them, And breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread to the disciples so they could distribute to the people. He also divided the fish for everyone to share. They all ate as much as they wanted. As much as they wanted. That means that the guys were full, Papa. And afterward, the disciples picked up 12 baskets of leftover bread and fish. How do you start fe- feeding five thousand people with five loaves and two fishes? And after that, you have a balance of twelve baskets. Ah! No, how do you understand it? It's like having one bowl of banku or kenki You want to buy kenge and fish, and you bless it and fed people and after feeding them, now watch it, after feeding them then you have eh, 50 balls of kinket ah! what kind of mathematics is this? what kind of science is this? It, 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 it blows your mind this is faith at work that is why, you see when you are giving out you think you are, you are losing but you are rather increasing And the the 12 baskets, don't you think at least quarter, quarter, the the, the boy will carry one home. After sowing the seed of his lunch. Eh? And Bible says that a total of 5,000 men and their families. Yeah. So, if you have Pastor Fred and his families, his wife and three children. And the, you see, the, the Middle East two people, the, they used to give birth a lot. Yes, so, so you can see that in the family, there will be at least about some seven people. Yeah. yeah. It, it will be about seven people. Yeah, they like giving birth. Lots of them, they are there. Yeah. Didn't Jacob give birth to 12? Yeah. A total of 5,000 men. So the point I'm making here is that faith eh, is expressed in your action. Jesus didn't wait for the five, you know, the five loaves to multiply before he he actually told them, he, he initiated the whole action by telling them to sit down. In groups. And as he took that step, the father honored his faith, yeah. so your faith is honored as you take the step of faith, yeah. as you take an action. Like the woman with the issue of blood, she said, If only I shall but touch the hem of his garment. Is that not it? She said, In her heart, just what she said, In her heart, say it again, she said, In her heart. Hmm if only I shall attach the hem of his garment, I shall be made what, whole. And when, what she said, eh, collaborate with Psalm 1844, as soon as they hear of me, they shall obey. So, when the sickness heard of him, of her, she, she, the sickness obeyed. And the strangers shall submit themselves, the strangers shall fade away and be and be afraid out of their hidden places. So, wherever the issue of blood was hiding, it hid. It, it had to go away. Go back to the woman with the issue of blood for me. Put that scripture there. Let me work it out. Mm. Amen. Yeah. She thought, now, like it in the King if I can just touch his robe, I'll be healed. Eh? If only I shall touch the hem of his garment. She said in her heart. She said in her heart. She said, the word is nigh, where? In thy heart and in thy mouth. Is that not it? So she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be made whole. And she went ahead and touched. Is that not it? So first she said. She said inside her. And she went ahead. Continue for me. Continue for me. Yeah. She said in her heart, but she had gone ahead. That's why Jesus turned and said, uh, when he saw her, he said, daughter, be of good for comfort. Thy faith has made thee well. What is thy faith? When she said in her heart, and went ahead and touched him. Action. Someone say action. Yeah, that's how we have action faith. Faith in action. And your faith in action, you see, Faith in action is a result of... Your your faith uh, is equal to your belief plus your acting. Your belief plus your acting. Can I have an amen? Are you learning something here? Glory to God. You know, um, in John chapter 5 verse... Hey, Jesus said, "Arise, take up your bed." That's what the arise, take up your bed. Yeah, there was somebody that start from verse number one. Maybe we can get a story properly. He said, "Bible said there was a feast of the Jews." Said Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and uh, there was this pool called the Pool of Bethesda that had five porches, and impotent people. I mean, people who were not well were all waiting for the moving of the water. An angel always went down at a certain season to stir the water. And whoever entered the water first was healed. Wow. Listen, the stirring of the water is the stirring of the word. The water is the water of the word. When the water of the word is stirred, like I am teaching, you must throw yourself into it. <laughs> Amen? And I would say a certain man was there who had had infirmity 38 years. The man had suffered for 38 years. Someone say 38 years. The man had suffered for 38 years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been there for a long time, by the word of knowledge, Jesus knew. Amen? Yeah. And Jesus asked him, Will you t- do you want to be made whole? Watch it. Jesus what? You see, Jesus always wants your faith to be stirred up. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. So he said, do you want to be healed? Then the impotent man said, "Ah, I don't have anybody you know, to put me into the water when it is stirred. Because somebody else comes ahead of me. There was a simple question. Do you want to be made whole? What is the answer? Yes. But he was talking, talking. Eh? Going around the thing. But the Lord was just merciful. Eh? He was merciful. So Jesus said unto him, Rise up, take up thy bed, and walk. Did you get that? 38 years old. But he said, and immediately what happened? The man was made whole, took his bed, and walked. Took his bed and what? Walks. So, how did the healing take place? Jesus said, rise up. Take up your bed. And the man took up his bed. You also rose up. Rise up. Take up your bed. And walk. That is why in Isaiah 60 verse 1. It says, arise. Shine. Isaiah 61. Look at it. I'm finishing right now. Arise. Come on. Shine. That means that without arising, you will not shine. Arise means what? When you arise, when I say rise, eh, when I say rise, eh, what do you do? You take an action. So, without rising, you will not shine. What he's trying to say here is that without an action, you will not shine. Arise, shine. For the light is come. That means that until you rise, you cannot experience the sun, the the, the shining. You cannot see the sun. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. That's why you have to arise. The moment you arise, the glory of the Lord will shine on you. Receive it in Jesus' name. Can I have an amen? Am I teaching something to you? Let's look at the last example. In John chapter 11, 38 to 44, the death of Lazarus. When Lazarus died four days. John chapter 8, 11. John 11, 38 to 44. Are you being blessed? Or I, 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 should, I should close now. When Lazarus died and they put him in the, gro- in the tomb, and the Bible says that Jesus went there, and the Bible says it was a... A cave and a stone lay upon it. It was a cave and a stone. See, their their own, their tomb uh, is a cave with a stone in front of it. It's not like our cemeteries where we dig down. They the, it is inside a cave. Okay? okay. And Jesus said, Take away the stone. Huh? Take away the stone. Why did he say take away the stone? Because so long as a stone, the the take away the stone is in preparation for Lazarus to come out. Because if he said Lazarus come out, it means that the stone was going to be there to resist him. So before your Lazarus comes out, you have to tell the stone to go away. Whoever is a stone in front of your life, may the stone go away. Whatever is a stone, we command a stone to go away. Yes. Any stone from your father's house and mother's house, we command a stone to go away. Yes. Any stone of hindrance, we command a stone to go away. Yes. Take away the stone. It, mean, it means that there are some stones you must take away for your Lazarus to come out. Yes. And why did he say take away your stone? Because Lazarus is going to come out. It's a word of faith. So what he's trying to tell them is that if you guys want your Lazarus to come out, then you must take. So you're taking away the stone, even though the guy has been dead for four days. And his body is thinking, it's an indication that you are believing that he's going to come out. That's why he said, do you believe? Do you believe? Do you So watch it. Then said to her, Oh, 39. We have we uh, Take away the stone. The mother, the sister of him that was there, said unto him, Ah, by this time, the guy st- has been dead for four days, so, And so he's thinking. he stinketh. By this time he stinketh, for he has been dead for four days. There's putrefaction by sacrifice have begun. Then Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee that if you would believe, if you would, will believe. If you what? Believe. Thou will see the glory of God. God. So what he's saying is that arise, then you will shine. Arise by taking the stone and you will shine. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. So what was it? They were cooperating with the words of Jesus. It takes two people to handshake. Do a handshake. And you must learn to cooperate with the Lord. He took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. Now you must know that you can't just go about and do that. You must have prayed. <laughs> so don't go about and say, Jesus God. Jesus, you see, Jesus had done his homework work in praying and praying and praying. So any time that he went out to pray, he went out, he just thanked the Lord for the miracle that is done. So, you must pray in secret. When you pray a lot in secret, your performance of prayer outside is just thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> because you know that it is already done. Yes. Eh? Yeah. So, it's not the crusade ground that's when you are now. Hey, there are people with will be tired standing. You should have done all of that in the room. Hours of prayer. And then when you go, now they're commanding, Calling forth. Speaking. Calling forth. Speaking. Calling forth. Speaking. And then so Jesus said, I I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people who stand by, I said it. that, that, That they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. But do you know that at that time, the stone had already been removed. A step of faith had been created. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. And Jesus said unto them, lose him and let him go. It's amazing. He that was dead came forth. The dead responded to the word of the Lord. The voice of the word. Amen. And when he came forth, he was bound. That's a a, a whole subject by itself. When was it bound? When was it bound? The time that it was bound. No, it was bound when his face, he was wearing grave clothes. He wore the grave clothes when he died. Somebody put on him. Somebody tied him. Are you getting me? Uh Uh-huh. So by the time he, he arose from the dead, he was tired. So, in your season of spiritual death, that is when the enemy ties you. That is when your hometown forces, whatever, you, you know, and your, your, your family house and your mother's house, whatever is there, eh, they put something on you. So, when you come to Christ, there must be loose him and let him go. So, whatever that was tying you, whatever was a curse in the family, whatever is a hindrance in the family, now there must be a losing. A losing. The time, Lazarus, see, so one didn't know that he had been bound. He, it was done on his blind side. On his dead side. So, sometimes we go through some things on our dead side. When you were not yet born again, even sometime before you were born, some things that were said. And when you were a baby, I told you or whatever, what was done. And when you were growing up, that you are not even aware of certain things. What was said over you? What is what is it that has bound you? And he that was dead came forth. Bound hand and foot with grave clothes, his face was bound. That's why you can't see some things if your face is bound. About. And Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. So there are times you've got to say, Loose and go in Jesus' name. Yeah. My marriage loose because he's been bound. Business loose, my finances loose. Joy, lose. Good health, lose. Long life, lose. Lose. Untie yourself. Untie yourself. Untie yourself. Sometimes, by the time you realize you have you gave your life to cry, you have received a lot of incision. You bia biabiao and put his black covenants, put things, and you don't know what was said. But you now have to say, I am liberated from this sin that they put. All those marks. I belong to the commonwealth of Israel. Maybe they took you to some cave. They took you to some, some, some fetish or some place and did some things. These are grave clothes. But as you come to the Lord, where Jesus is, there is liberty. So you are liberated. In Jesus' name. So faith is expressed in saying in your words and faith is expressed in your actions. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not out of word but I'm out of time. So we'll continue. Amen. Glory Glory to God. God. Give God a hand of praise. Glory. Uh, Lift your hand and say Father,
1: Father,
0: cause me to walk in faith. Help me. That I'll live, I'll live by your word for the judge shall live by faith the
1: shall live by faith
0: and not by sight and not by sight now, now any grave clothes, any grave clothes, anything that constitutes grave clothes,
1: anything that constitutes grave
0: clothes, whatever is binding me, whatever is binding
1: stopping me,
0: stopping me from moving me forward,
1: stopping me from
0: moving forward. I command that it be untied. I
1: command that it be
0: Time, I declare my liberty now I
1: declare my liberty
0: in the precious name of Jesus in
1: the precious name of
0: Jesus I pray father your presence I pray your
1: presence
0: your grace and your glory
1: your grace and your glory
0: over my life
1: over my life
0: whatever is a negative feature whatever
1: is a negative feature
0: in my father's house and my, my mother's house
1: in my father's house and my mother's house
0: I declare my freedom from that I declare
1: my freedom
0: in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I walk in joy. I walk in joy. I walk in progress. I walk in progress. I walk in good health.
1: I walk in good health. For
0: if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead
1: For if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead
0: dwell in me.
1: Dwell in me.
0: Then the spirit will quicken my mortal body.
1: Then the spirit will quicken my mortal body.
0: I declare. I declare. The life of Christ in me. The life of Christ I'm in me. I'm a winner. I'm a winner. My hands are blessed. My hands are blessed. What I touch is blessed. What I touch is blessed. My future is great. My future is great. The goodness of the Lord is my portion. The goodness
1: of the Lord. My steps my are portion.
0: ordered by the Lord.
1: My steps are ordered by the Lord. Thank you Father. Thank you Father.
0: In Jesus precious in name. In Jesus precious name. I walk by faith. I walk by faith. I live by faith. I live by faith. I am blessed. I am blessed. In all that I do. All that I do in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. amen, amen, hallelujah, amen. Wow, well, if you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, remember that I told you that every human being has what we call natural faith, where you sit on a chair with ease, natural faith, where you drink water, you wash your face, and go. But beyond your natural faith, if you now want to walk in the supernatural, then you must have you must. Get into what we call saving faith. And that the Bible says. For by grace are we saved through faith. And so you want to lift your hand. And call on the name. The way to walk in saving faith. Is to confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. And believe in your heart. So I want you to raise your right hand. And I want to pray this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Thank you for loving me. I said the fact that I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Lord Jesus, come and stay in my heart. Lord Jesus, come be, my 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 lord. be my King and my Lord. From today, you you I be fully and able. totally belong to you. I am I totally belong to you. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for these precious ones. I pray that they be planted in your house and flourish in your cause. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand Amen. in any part of your body that you are not well. I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for the backs of your people. Amen. I pray for their chest to be healed. Amen. I curse and command coughs and sneezes to lose. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I pray any weaknesses in joints, any, any harassing Jesus force of darkness, Jesus I bind their works in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray that you be healed in your nerves, in your tendons, ligaments. Heal in all your internal Amen. organs. Amen. May the Lord heal Amen. your business, Amen. heal your home and your marriage. Amen. May the Lord be the lifter up of your head. Amen. May you skip like a calf let out of the store. Jesus Whatever belongs to you that the enemy took away, we ask for a restoration for that. Amen. Be healed and be restored. Be thou made whole. Be healed in your waist. Be healed in your knees. Be healed in your joints. Be healed in your eyes. Be healed in your nostrils. Be healed in your throat. Be healed in your ear. Be healed in every part of your body. May your home be healed. May your business be healed. May God put food on your table. clothing on your back. Business for you to do. May you flourish. And above all may the anointing of the Holy Ghost be upon you. May you do great exploits unto the Lord Amen. in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Ah, glory to God. God bless you.